Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Nintendo! chat for the week of December 8th, 2016. I'm your host, Jose Otero, and this is IGN's Nintendo Show. Joining me this week, Jonathan Dornbush. Hello. And Per Schneider. Hey. So a lot has happened, and here's the smaller stories we're not going to spend a ton of time on. The first one is, there was a video announcing Nintendo's Universal Studios attractions that they're partnering with not just Studios Japan, but Orlando Resort, and Hollywood, um, their Hollywood Resort as well, their Hollywood location. The intent is to create interactive attractions. That's a really cool story. Not one we're going to spend a ton of time on today. Uh, just quick reaction. I well, think once you we know more, I mean, I love... More is coming. I just love, uh, you know, the look of kind of like the, the Mario kind of blocks and, and like landscape when yes. they model yes. it like that. Yeah. So, you know, I hope though it's not like the kiddie park where you walk around <laughs> and you just go ding, ding. Like, you know, like Toontown and Disneyland is fun, but yep. I, you know, I'd, I'd love something that was a little bit more exciting. See, I yeah. was hoping what you were going to say is that um, the... The reason they did this is because it's soon. They're saying something oh, yeah, yeah, really yeah, soon. Sure. Oh, yeah. yep. Maybe not next week, but definitely within January, we're going to hear sure. something. Yeah. 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 Um, so the next up, uh, Zelda Arcanator of Time has a uh, vinyl that was announced. That's a really cool story. Um, not going to spend a ton of time. You should check that out, though. We have it on IGN. Uh, you can watch episodes of NVC, obviously, on YouTube.com slash Nintendo Voice Chat. I forgot to bring that up at the beginning. And the thing that we are going to dive deep on, let's kick it off with Zelda Breath of the Wild at the Game Awards. Finally. Nintendo had two surprises in store at the Game Awards for us. The first was a Life in Ruins trailer, which briefly showed the first signs of friendly life in Hyrule since Nintendo's Big E3 reveal. And then it was followed later in the program by a Let's Play video featuring Bill Trinan, Nate Bildorf, and they were on a quest to locate a specific shrine inside the Zonai Ruins, which was like this exotic sort of riverside space. So let's talk about this. What do we 
we what do we think of Nintendo's uh, presence at the Game Awards? How'd they do? I think the dual look at the game was brilliant because they got you talking at, before the show even started. They got you invested in Zelda, and then it came up later in the show. And that was that's just a brilliant marketing and a move in that night because it kept you if you were excited for Zelda, you're in that show until you see the next part at least. And that, I thought that was just a smart move itself. That was cool. My my, my one note would be that the demo was didn't feel that special after you saw the trailer and I, I thought the trailer was awesome for the first time we saw you know the way that towns are set up and like yeah. our fears that this was indeed a big empty word world I think were laid a bit by it you know you saw yeah. NPCs walking around dogs running around you saw this kind of bizarre looking thing Jose actually did a really nice rewind theater right. on that Fantastic. like pointing yeah. out everything and then you saw like that spaceship thing in the sky you know there's definitely something about like these weird robot alien things invading yeah. the planet the and all that yeah, right yeah. the guardians yeah. uh that got me really pumped then i felt like the the actual let's play you know i love both both of those guys was a little bit of a step back because it felt mm. like more of what we'd seen so much at e3 which was yeah. this this proof that you can approach any situation in a hundred different ways and have yeah. a different outcome. I love that they showed a you know an enemy avoiding a bomb. Yes, but yeah. in today's day and age, that's not that special no, anymore. No. You know, sure, but, sure. But the trailer, man, you love know, that trailer. Just, yeah. Like the the destroyed world that mm-hmm. you caught a glimpse of. Yeah. Like we'd only seen kind of like the green trees, lush areas with the little bokoblin uh, camps, and uh, then some of the snow capped mountains and rivers. Suddenly, you get this ruined, kind of volcanically destroyed oh, yeah. area yeah. and all that. Oh man, I I was super pumped after seeing that trailer. No, I, I agree with you. I like that the trailer followed sort of the. Um, they showed you right away how seasons. They they hinted oh, seasons yeah. change. Yeah, I saw that too. Um, it wasn't the same tree. I don't think the shot that they showed uh, to me it was either they're hinting at seasons or they're hinting at that these are just very different looking locations yeah. spread out in this very big world. Um, I like the idea, uh, more ideas that they hinted at. For example, that these villagers and these NPCs they can wander and they can fight. And I thought oh, yeah. that was that was also really cool to see. Like, imagine going over you know a hill uh, hillside and also discovering a bokoblin attack on some NPCs and them yeah. sort of standing their ground and you know rewards maybe associated with playing along and playing into that. Um, and then the thing that was blowing my mind were the three sort of character shots they showed, which was this bird character that. You want to think as a hero Falco? from the blue scarf. It looked just like Falco Lombardi. And then you had Zelda dressed as an adventurer. And you yes. also had a, another possible Zelda dressed as a princess. And it's just like, well, wait a minute. What, what's going on here? And obviously you're not seeing a lot. I will agree with you that the Let's Play um, lost a bit of the momentum. So the trailer itself is a minute and 30 seconds long, roughly. I think yep. it's a minute 27 yeah, yeah. by notes. Uh, whereas the Let's Play, believe it or not, was four minutes long. Um, Yet it felt like it didn't dive in as deep. But I will say this. It's made for repeat viewing. I feel like your second time watching it, you start to sort of get more of the gist of, oh, wait, so they're on this really quick quest that's framed as a riddle to find a shrine. And then you see, you know, just a couple of glimpses of Link's equipment and, and Link, you know, combat you see the difficulty in zelda which i also think like he gets hit at one point and it just eviscerates his health it was it was like whoa um and i even like a small detail i noticed where when he walked into that chameleon ambush the ones that the chameleon like characters came out and uh sort of came at him there was this piano chord that got hit like a troubling sound and i was like (laughs) whoa like that's also very very cool but again a lot of that didn't get absorbed the first time through and i feel like that is the challenge of presenting this game yeah. in a let's play yes, especially yeah. in one that felt so edited and I think that's the other part there yes. wasn't time to meander there wasn't a lot of time to sort of take it in mm-hmm. it was just 
direct, direct, direct cuts to the next. No, yeah, and there's a, they sorry, may have yeah. started with a longer clip too, and then had yeah. to like pare it down, sure. right? Yes. Pare yeah. it yeah. down. Mm. 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 Okay. No, there there certainly were those moments where you're luxuri- luxuriating over the environment and seeing this beautiful world. It was very much hit to this beat, action beat, action beat, and yep. you could tell it was edited. And I agree, it lost the momentum. That first trailer, I loved it. I've watched it a dozen times, and yeah. it's just a beautiful. And there's so much hidden in it. It's a beautiful yeah. look at that game. Yeah, the, yeah, just no, the I, shots of the female characters, and then you know, yeah, yeah. They're, uh, there's definitely a lot of intrigue in like how does yes. this fit into the timeline what yeah. the heck happened in this world right yes. and yeah. I was just happy that it wasn't the same kind of grassy area with the temple of time again you know yeah. like just just I yeah like, it was actually yeah, cool. a much better version of the Aonuma uh, Miyamoto Let's Play from two years mm-hmm. ago where yeah. you know the concern yeah. was hey this looks empty it's big that's nice but what did they really do except show you yeah. that opponent doesn't run into trees <laughs> um, like it, it just it, it tried to set up a sense of mystery, but we had nothing to go off. Still of, no dungeon, we've though. Seen it. So that's what I yeah. thought the Let's Play was going to do. I thought they would tease us and they'd get to a dungeon and you'd see a room and you're like, oh, I do get to use the Zelda like tools like the hookshot but or something, right? Do you really want to see a dungeon? Like, really? Well, I want to know that they're in there. But do you really want to see a dungeon? <laughs> I wanna, Let's talk about this. Like, I, I know where you're coming from and I, I, I respect it. I want them to it. step into one and I want to see a room <laughs> that has like like water in it and stuff and a and hook shot run, and then and run then, out like, right, and then that's the end of the let's play like that had, was, they, yeah. had they walked through that door at the end mm-hmm. or gotten to that point yeah. where they were going instead of saying oh we'll leave that for you guys to see yeah. had they opened a door and it was a huge room where you see dozens of different moving yeah. parts and you're like I'm gonna go there there and there yeah, yeah. that would I feel like cool. we'd still be complaining that they didn't sure. show but but but, but. To, in defense in defense <laughs> I, I do like the idea of ending it that way I will yeah. agree with you both but I will say that I think the problem they're facing is they just they're showing so much of this game yeah. and they don't yes. want to spoil no, that, that much for people that's why yeah. technically the first area of the game is spoiled right yeah. unless right. major beats change yeah. you know how it starts yeah. and you know at least the first half hour to an hour of what that game's going to yeah. throw and, at you yeah. and that's i'm okay with that i'm I, I don't mind we run the the first minutes of games on ign all the time right like mm-hmm. i don't mind that taste because you're not at risk of getting something spoiled later in the game it's like you just kind of get a feel for what the game looks and flows like and i and i like that sort of discovery I honestly don't want like a major dungeon walkthrough, and I no. hope that doesn't happen at E3 if the game <laughs> gets delayed. No, um, no, no. We I don't hope, speak mm. pish posh. <laughs> we don't speak of that here. <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen. But like, I would love just kind of like the confirmation. Wait, that delayed? It doesn't a have lot, a date. That's <laughs> semantics. Sorry, uh, but, but like, I just you know, I, as much as I love that the game has shifted and like the yeah. NPCs actually being able to partake in combat, that's a huge departure for Zelda, right? Yeah. Like where yes. everything is so scripted and set up. Um, I love all that stuff, but I. I do love me some hookshot and beetle and bombs and like take the kind it of, easy mm-hmm. all in all in due time some take it easy metal I boots will say, I want to walk underwater I didn't mention um in uh to fly at the start of this they played the Wii U version that's an yes. important thing to point out yeah. this is the version yeah. we've seen um and and you know sort of the the slight frame rate and hiccups that up, that come with that mm-hmm. um but 
overall, they had a good presence. I agree with you, John. Um, I thought it was smart. I thought the Let's Play did lose some of the momentum, but it still sets up the intrigue. And again, we're, we're a lot welcome. of it was about, like, oh, yeah. like yeah, yeah, watch it again, and you'll get a little something more each time uh, yeah. until you're watching it in slow-mo like a crazy man. Like, sometimes <laughs> I do in The Office. Yeah. Yeah. Although, like although Trinan's yeah. performance was so very, very poor in that That's, Let's Play. Oh, okay. Oof. Oof, the gauntlet's man. been thrown down. Uh, so if you want to see two old men rumble, stick around. Come back at E3. Uh, so in other news, uh, Nintendo decided to unveil... Uh, well, the Zelda 30th Anniversary Amiibo are released at retail. We actually have them on the table here. Yeah, We've yeah, come yeah. a long way since uh, the original Link, Smash Brothers Link. If you want to pick that one up. stand Link, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you compare that to the Ocarina of Time version yeah, over there... You really see that uh, we've come a long way in terms of design, in terms of thinking about poses and how they best fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Remember when this came out, we said, they got to replace this link. And they never yeah, they right? did in a subtle way. They didn't redo it. Everyone yeah. said, oh, just redo it. Just redo it. It'll be fine, yeah. Nintendo. I was like, no, we're going to do <laughs> no. it our own way. Yeah. But, but the, this definitely the Ocarina of Time link, even though he doesn't have the kind of darker kind of mossier well, that's the green Twilight Princess yeah he doesn't yeah. have the mossier green of the Twilight Princess one I do like this this character much better without the pea stand yeah yep. even yep. Uh, the 8-bit link I love mm-hmm. that the white sword is on I his back yeah. instead of uh, the regular wooden sword yes. which is that's right. uh, the worst o- weapon in the game only thing is when you take a sprite like that and you visualize <laughs> it in 3D some creepy stuff happens very like strange. his yeah. nose is huge and he's got these beady <laughs> green eyes because <laughs> these sprites couldn't have a lot of colors right yeah. so he does look a little goblinish little when you Look at him. Yeah, he really yeah. freaks me out. No, but totally. then uh, I think you know the Wind Waker characters because they're so cartoonish always yeah. look really good. You oh, know, yeah. we ha- obviously have the original Toon Link from Smash Brothers, but and, these and two are really Toon cool. Links too. for a second, yeah. I actually yeah. really like the Wind Waker version on the Zelda set more than the Toon Link version in the Smash set. I just I feel like it it captures more of that character's essence. I mean, you still see the exuberance in the Smash version. Don't get me yeah. wrong. There's it's for energy sure the, in the charm pose. of that character. Exactly. I can remember making all of those motions as you're moving the C stick around. Like I can remember him doing. Yeah, yeah, just the flair of like, hey, yeah. I'm the I'm the conductor of, of yeah. this ocean uh, orchestra. And then I have these two, and like some some Wind Waker links have a little bit of a little bit of a cross-eyed problem, and and uh, <laughs> the new ones don't. I haven't seen a single one yet with that issue. See so straight good. as far as I can. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so these are out of retail, and Nintendo in a Tumblr post detailed what they do in Breath of the Wild, um, which we all had the question sort of looming in our minds because the Twilight Princess uh, link that was released we found out is a wolf companion in the mm-hmm. game. Uh, which helps with survival, and it turns out the these amiibo also help with survival. So, apparently, each random uh, each amiibo will offer random items that you can use in the game, uh, as well as you might receive a legendary treasure chest. And they sort of framed it in the post as like legend has it, which is kind of mm. cute. Um, it just kind of reminds me of that playground. Like, did you know that if you use the whistle at so and so, you do yep. this, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Uh, so, eight bit link uh, gives you a random number of barrels. Ocarina of Time link gives you a random amount of meat. Wind Waker's <laughs> link gives you a random Random amount of fish sure. and Wind Waker Zelda is a random selection of plants. So you say it as if like it was a normal thing. It yeah. literally <laughs> falls from the sky. In That's the hilarious. Game. It's, 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 it's great. So you scan it, it's like. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. It's, I didn't indicate it was normal. I was just getting to the part that, yeah, so they drop from the sky. <laughs> Um, but but the idea still being in in line with like what the Twilight Princess uh, Link uh, Wolf Link does, where it's something to help you in the game. I think this is also kind of the band aid for some <laughs> folks because if enemies hit as hard as they do in that zone or in other places we've seen in that game, you're gonna need. Uh, curing items. You're going to oh, yeah. need some help. I wonder if this is sort Amiibo of... Amiibo sales skyrocket. Yeah, the, the way to sort of help like 
players who aren't used to that through this a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I died playing in the demo, but I still think you're you're underselling how creepy it would be if meat fell from the sky in real life. Like, okay, I mean, so uh, we need to move on. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's, no, not, a, it's not okay. That crosses fish, the line. Fish, they're perfectly reasonable explanations sure. for fish falling from the sky. Watch Fargo. Um, but meat, no. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I, I, I did want to point out, though, like we said earlier, we've, we've come a long way since with how Amiibo are working. Mm-hmm. Whether or not Nintendo will ever revisit the opportunity with a Smash port maybe on uh, Switch to redo and reissue some of these Smash Amiibo, we'll see. Uh, but as of right now, they're doing it in other more subtle ways. Yeah. Um, and you know, you're either really jazzed about this amiibo functionality or you're not, um, but the game's going to be cool without it, which is always the, the sort of the way to take it. Um, all right, so for our next trick, <laughs> we need to talk about Pokemon Go, which reportedly was going to get new monsters, and then out of nowhere, uh, it's got new partnerships instead. So mm. the, company monsters instead of like pocket monsters. It's right. interesting. Uh, so why don't, we, why don't we talk about that a little bit? So it started with a leak uh, from Starbucks, yes, right? of all places. <laughs> and then it led to some confirmation in the yes. firm of Niantic saying, hey. Over 7,000 Starbucks are now going to be Pokestops or uh, gyms. There's also, a, I think, 10,000 Sprint locations also have been transformed uh, to work with the game, which... Is even, it's more than 17,000 new Pokestops and gyms. It's going to be much easier to find places uh, that you haven't already visited. Yep, uh, yep. Beyond that, they didn't really announce anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems that, to me, that implies they're gearing up for something big. You, d- you don't open that many new spots without wanting people to get back into the wild for some reason. Yeah, right. yeah. Between um, those two things, though, they yes. did say that uh, there will be new, new details revealed. Yes. The announcement of the announcement, which is always the thing that we just kind of yeah. go, eh, just say something. But December 12th, yes, they're going to say week. more, and the, the big guess is... Is either is a new set of Pokemon in the game, either the uh, golden silver Pokemon or Alola form Pokemon, or maybe even Sun and Moon, just the new Pokemon for those games. Yeah. Any of those three options seem likely to me. I think probably Alolan form's less likely, because yeah. to a casual audience, that'll just be confusing. Yeah. Why is this uh, Rattata one color and the others Also, different? if they're in... like. The Hawaii-themed area in Pokemon uh, Sun and Moon is the reason these things exist. But we got to go to Hawaii to get these? Like, it would would be weird. They wouldn't do that. No, No, they don't do that. But I I think uh, either is likely. I think the Sun and Moon thing is a brilliant way to capitalize on the popularity of those games right now. Uh, They're huge sellers, as Nintendo Mm -hmm. has already announced, Mm -hmm. as Pokemon usually is. And so I think that makes sense. I love the the Johto uh, Gold and Silver Pokemon, but I think Sun and Moon is the smarter strategy. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I will say that um, I do think that it is Johto and not uh, Sun and Moon Pokemon. I think they wouldn't mm-hmm. move the decks that quickly That's or right. that far yeah. up. Um, and uh, data miners are also just picking apart this game to find out more. Yes. Uh, and before we talk about that, you know, Ditto got released as well um, mm-hmm. as a as, yes. as an incentive around the holidays for Thanksgiving as part yeah. of that Thanksgiving promotion, which happened. Just all of a sudden, oh hey, your Pokemon might turn into Ditto. Have fun. <laughs> Good yeah. luck. Yeah, and data miners picking apart the game found sound files for new Pokemon. I'm not going to go through all of these yeah. potential genders, um, more customization, uh, possibly more microtransactions, but that should be expected. And we still don't have the legendaries, so I think if anything's likely, it's the legendary birds from uh, Red and Blue and, yeah. and Mewtwo. Yeah, yeah, still not in the game. But I, yeah. I think that um, my my last point to make on this is I I still think that the legendary birds are part of whatever rating sure. is supposed to be, and yeah. that's the part of the game. That the other day I realized, like they promised when they showed it, and then whoosh, it's gone. Like they haven't said a word about it. And yeah. you know, the Niantic team has been tr- 
at least visibly, I want to believe they've been trying to keep this thing going and definitely try to address and fix things. But just recently, like they fixed the location part of that game and trying to just hunt recently. Pokemon. Yeah. What the heck were you doing in the <laughs> yeah. past three months yeah. if you were trying to play this game? Like, were you just hoping and you know praying just to the luck. Poke Gods? Yeah. 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 Um, so it, it's, we'll find out next week. Though, we will. What yeah. It is. Yeah. 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 So then, moving on, uh, Box Boy uh, has a new game coming out in Japan. So far, announced for Japan only, uh, releasing on February second. And there's an amiibo coming as part of it. So the game is called Goodbye Box Boy. Sayonara it will include uh, the, the retail version. Sayonara Box Boy. That's right. <laughs> uh, will include a soundtrack CD uh, if you buy a physical edition, along with, uh, in the bundle, a very cute QB amiibo. Yeah. Um, pre-ordered. I ordered. I immediately pre-ordered from yeah, Amazon smart. Japan. It's just such a weird amiibo. I mean, it is literally like a, a, gray, a gray box <laughs> uh, on an amiibo stand. I just couldn't resist. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it sells there for like three thousand yen. So it's it's a bucks. fairly cheap yeah, collection yeah, okay. for what I always thought were very very clever games. Mm-hmm. I know you love them. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, I wish we would get that here, but like, I don't know if there's even a market for something like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, but but with there being an amiibo, I mean, I would assume it would at some point be available in the U.S. Yeah, I mean, so far I don't think there's been an amiibo outside of the Capcom Monster Hunter set. What uh, yeah. for what? for for stories? What if we get him in Smash Brothers? Box Boy should be in. The next I mean, that, that's not a, that's not a bad yeah. guess. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm yeah. with you on that. The the risk they run though is a, another sort of chibi robo amiibo, you know, yeah. situation yeah. where you know the game didn't end up being that interesting, and I don't think that many people cared about chibi robo. It's a risk on their part, but it's one that I really like only because we've said nothing but good things about Box Boy yeah. on this show. I feel like around the internet and around the world, folks who have played this game have all been pretty much charmed by it. Yeah. Uh, so this makes sense as a, as sort of a, a move to take um, in a time when you know Nintendo seems very convinced to keep 3ds alive like they're not shuttling that thing while they're getting ready for switch you know they have some more games announced so i'm gonna make the safe bet that the game makes it over the amiibo is the big question but i do think it will only because i don't think nintendo has had an amiibo that hasn't come out here that they've only put out in japan yeah yeah wasn't there one I'm, I've been thinking about trying it. Trying to remember, yeah. there was the, 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 enorm- the Godzilla Yoshi made it. Quest thing or something. There was something. Hmm. I'm forgetting. Well, again, uh, the, the, with a third party publisher, it's happened. Yeah. Yeah. In Capcom's yeah, yeah, yeah. case, with Monster Hunter Stories, it's yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. But yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, I can't think of one. If you can think of one, email us mvc at ign.com. Put uh, Amiibo Japan only. No, it wasn't, um, it wasn't in, the, in the subject course. line. Yeah. All right, so this is the big mamma part of our show, and we're going to need a break to collect ourselves before we get into it. Uh, Super Mario Run, Nintendo Switch, on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. There's a lot to talk about here. Jose Otero here with Per Schneider and Jonathan Dornbush. Hello. And last night on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, we already knew that Reggie fils was scheduled to be a guest, mm-hmm. yes. and we all assumed it would be Mario Run-related, which it was. Sure. But then something else happened, <laughs> and uh, the Switch had its first public demo uh, presentation of The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild running on it, and also... Um, 
just someone else holding the device and being filmed live, not an edited reveal video like what was shown in October. Yeah. Um, this, was, this was huge. Uh, and we, we're going to sort of tear this apart. So do you want to start with switch and then talk about run? Or do you want to start with run and then switch over? Let's talk about run first because yeah. it's not as exciting as seeing the switch actually turned on. So let's get that out of the way. Okay, so Looks then, cool. Yeah. That yeah. was it. So. <laughs> no, no. Well, in, in conjunction with that, Nintendo put out a new trailer that showed off more of the game, yeah. more of its features. Yeah. Um, we saw Kingdom Builder and the mini games that you're going to have to play to get some of the Toad Rally tickets, the rally tickets you need to play the multiplayer mode. They also showed you that Luigi, Yoshi, and Toad are unlockable playable characters. Toad specifically being, I believe, tied to my Nintendo. Um, I believe that was said, uh, which was cool. Um, and that a demo is currently available at the App Store as of December 8th, which is the day we're recording this. Yes. Now we're done. Now we can move on. How was it? <laughs> it looks cool. The trailer Mario looked great. Ra- no, yeah. I mean, it looks really I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. I, for me, uh, leading up to this point, I, I was not sure whether or not I should be excited for this in the way I'm excited for major Mario releases. But that trailer made me more excited. Like, oh, there's variety to these levels, and I'm excited to try to conquer each one of them, for sure. Yeah, yeah. and it's, you yeah. know, for it is a, it's a simple game. This is not Nintendo spending months or a year no. in R&D trying to build a game engine, right? Right? Use yeah. existing game engines Unity. and existing mm-hmm. at, yeah uh, Unity and existing assets and everything. But like it still looks really fun. Oh, and yeah, like for sure. You, you, when Fallon played it, he was at first confused why Mario would turn around, you know. Yeah. But yeah. but it is so simple. Like after playing it for one minute, you get it and yep. you yeah. you can play it really well. And it makes people feel good who are not good at video games yep. too. You know, like yeah. I think there'll be enough depth for the likes of us to like get every little yes. coin and every the little special. Yeah. And, yeah, it's also a rolling yeah. advertisement. I feel like the, the convenience right, yeah. of like you're holding onto the subway while you're playing with the other hand. The person yeah. over your shoulder is looking going, oh man, that It'll looks cool. Yeah. Uh, this will be interesting. I know that a lot of uh, Android users are, are more and more Android users are reaching out to me on Twitter <laughs> upset about this. <laughs> All I can say is they've said it's coming in 2017, um, and you got to hang in there. I know it sucks, but this is the path they chose. Yeah. I thought it looked good as well. Moving on, then, Zelda Breath of the Wild first or Nintendo Switch first? <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> Switch first. Yeah. Okay, we've already Switch. talked Zelda. But. Yeah. All right. No, yeah. but, but we, yeah. did we? We saw it yeah. running on Switch, yeah. and yeah. it's a shorter conversation. But fine. Let's talk about Switch. So, as the one more thing for this presentation, <laughs> Reggie lifts up the question Complete blocks. surprise to Fallon. Yes. Yeah. Come on. No, it's scripted. It is totally scripted. It was scripted. a giant yellow question block in front of him. I'm sure yeah. he, he, he knew what was in it. Yeah, I, I think they just didn't let him touch it until it started. Yeah. You, yes, never, you yeah. never know. No, no but I, looked, 100% otherwise, it was, from the way he was talking, he had points in his head of things to remember and things to yeah. talk mm-hmm. about. He Definitely. Knew, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, there you had it. It is the Nintendo Switch, which was playing Breath of the Wild, and then Reggie put away the pro controller he was using, picked this thing up out of the cradle. Interestingly enough, the TV switched over to just a boilerplate-like image of the Nintendo Switch. It turned it off before it switched. Yeah, Yeah, before it switched, which was surprising to me not to just let that moment sort of happen, but maybe they just didn't want a black monitor. I don't know. But they timed it that way. He picks it up, and it is surprisingly thin. It's surprising yeah. how thin it was. It's yeah. like when you look at a – you have a 3DS, uh, a, an XL here, and like the Switch – Looks thinner than this. Yeah, yeah. it looks yeah. it looks like an Take Apple device off. with a. Yeah. It looks like an Apple device with a case on it. A little bit fatter, obviously, but yeah. 
but the same kind of you know feel and styling to it, and it does look slick and not clunky like the gamepad. Which we have here if you're watching the video version, and you know there's none of these like handholds on the back. The and the if you remember like the prototype Wii U, that wasn't there either. That was something that was added after the fact just okay. to kind of help with like grips, like when yeah. you're holding it, and it does yeah. make it more comfortable. But at the end of the day, it also makes it incredibly bulky. Yeah. yeah. So it looked nothing like this sort of Fisher Price kind of like <laughs> young purses. Like let's be honest. Like this is this feels kid friendly, whereas that looked way more sophisticated. And in front of an audience of late night TV watchers and folks who are in the room, like probably the biggest audience on late well, night TV, and not just the people in the room, it's it's for the YouTube crowd. Like oh, that, that clip will be seen on YouTube way more than anyone who sees it on TV, and that's what late night has become about. It is those YouTube clips, and that was why I think this was such a smart, super well smart. Edited Oh yeah, no, totally. Show, yeah, totally. and and Fallon obviously loves this, loves this stuff, yes. right? Like yeah. he's not he's not faking his love for these video games, and like you could see Miyamoto was surprised when Fallon knew the whole background story about Legend of Zelda. Like yeah. <laughs> Miyamoto is like, oh, he knows. He's like motioning yeah. uh, at Fallon in the audience. No, but what I, I what I loved seeing was mm-hmm. just what it looks like when somebody's holding it in their hand, and like if you compare, like if you want to get an idea of the size of the screen, stop knocking over my. Yeah, I keep, keep on hitting, hitting, <laughs> But if you want to get an idea of the size of the screen, right? Like, I mean, it is it is slightly, it looks slightly bigger than the gamepad screen. Like, it's hard to tell the, for me. The size of the 3DS bigger. XL or, you know, maybe uh, a, an iPhone 6 Plus, like the whole shebang, mm-hmm. not just the screen. Yeah. And so if you, have, if you have a gamepad and a 3DS XL, put it on top. And what you get is, you know, something that's slightly wider than mm-hmm. the Switch. And you got to cut off this entire bottom part. Yep. And you'll see it's like a much longer kind of skinnier device and then it's obviously a lot uh, slimmer too so we also finally got a really good look at the back of the of the tablet device itself the actual switch uh, device not we also saw the back of the dock as well but not a great look because yep. they had something sort of chaining it down which yeah. Nintendo's known to do mm-hmm. they chain things down at my desk all the time if you're listening thanks um <laughs> And uh, on the back of the device itself, we observed these small, tiny circle buttons that are right underneath the, t- the ZL and ZR triggers. Presumably yeah. the ZL and ZR triggers. Yep. Nintendo isn't really known know what for, for changing the names of buttons yeah. often. Maybe yeah. they did this time around. But um, if you have a Wii U gamepad, it's n- near those triggers. And they are, it's a tiny circle button. And the speculation we immediately had was that in the Switch reveal video that was shown in October, you can definitely tell that they were pressing something behind it. Like mm-hmm. there's a way to take those things out and unlock them. They yeah. don't just slide off. Yeah. The guess is you're pressing that button and I, you'll be sliding off your Joy-Cons. And I mean, I whatever. think you need to because especially for just parents who buy that for their kids, you don't want that, them to accidentally be dropping it the screen yeah. and to be flinging things around. Like that would destroy the system yeah, yeah. <laughs> even 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 though nintendo like has a good reputation for doing a lot of uh, product testing to make sure, sure like hey this can fall from this height it's yeah. not gonna break it can fall from this angle it's not gonna warp um i agree with you and so then we also saw the buttons over the left hand side of the controller so the release uh, buttons well no so the release buttons we just talked about yeah. i'm talking mm-hmm. about the buttons on the left hand side of where the joy con left is we actually got a closer look where so imagine the screen for a second of the switch mm-hmm. itself then you have joy con left joy con right on the side of Joy-Con left, we saw buttons across the top that we didn't get to see in the Switch reveal video either, uh, which could be power on and off. Oh, I see. Could be right, volume, right. Yeah. or could even be a sync button for additional controllers, because you're, you're probably going to still have to have a physical button for that, even though they're probably going to do it through menu like they do with Wii U. Yeah. You and I were talking about that at lunch today. Yeah, I mean, my, my, my take after hearing everything and seeing everything definitely was like circular power button 
and then volume rocker. I mean, it looks more like a rocker than the Wii U slider, you yeah. know, if you look at this one. Yeah. And then there's a standard headphone port next to it, which yep. thank good they don't have the courage <laughs> to get rid of that one. <laughs> to get one. a lightning port? Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm, I wonder where that, yeah. that came from. And yeah. then what you, what you didn't see, what you see on the gamepad was the stylus, right? Yeah. So the, no yeah. stylus there was on a, that one. There was a, a single spot for a stylus. And then the other thing you saw on the, on the Switch device itself was we got a quick look at the bottom when ah. Jimmy was yeah. trying to take the, the, kickstand. the kickstand out on the, on the, I guess it's the right side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you saw that it is a tiny, tiny, tiny USB-C. That's a good thing. If this is all powered through USB-C, yeah. that is an awesome story for several reasons. One, it is a new format. It's not proprietary. It's a cable you can get anywhere, yeah. which means you'll probably be able to use a remote battery on this if you want it, like a cell phone charger. A charger. Yeah. USB-C can charge very fast. Yes, yeah. and that is, to me, the best part of this story. Because Okay, so let's, let's imagine this scenario. Right now, going into the Switch event in January, the big thing we're expecting is, Battery life ain't great. Because you know what? Battery life ain't great on a lot of devices. It will not be yeah. great. No. Yeah, that, yeah. That's just yeah. the reality. Yeah. But if the story is then, but you're going to charge up in 15 to 30 minutes and you're out the door again playing for the next three hours, yeah. that's a good story to tell, I yeah. feel. It's a better story to tell than, yeah. oh, you're still waiting for hours to recharge this thing. Yes, especially if for people who are going to use it for like long flights and if there's a way to add additional chargers to it. like. I want that in my Switch. Like, I will probably be getting a Switch no matter what, but knowing that I'll have that ability will make it a much easier, like, relief on my mind. I actually, I mean, the, ga- the, the 3DS has much longer battery life than the, than the Switch, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even for that one, I got myself, like, a, you know, a knockoff charger cable and plug yeah. it into, into a little battery USB pack to, and, uh, yeah. to recharge it on the go. And, like, yeah. I'm definitely going to do that with the Switch as well. Yeah. So in the end, yeah. you know, life will find a way and we will, we will <laughs> yeah. be able to charge this thing on the go. But I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm really curious to see if we will hear more about battery life at the January event. Oh, we will. Yeah. yeah. You, you we, think so? Oh, yeah. I you think, have to tell I that story. I feel like it's the Achilles heel of the system. You kind of want to keep that I down think you have to tell that as story long as possible. The sooner I think you, get you an tell it, the better. Time. It will be. Yeah. A, it will be the nicest range they can give. Yeah. They will. will they will and say get pressed with questions about yes, it. They will me. say two to five hours. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Because if you run box 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 boy the fourth <laughs> game on it, um, <laughs> it will it will run for box, a very long time. Box squared. Yeah, that's right. Quadruple. That's it three. will not yeah. use Wi-Fi. <laughs> four-sided dimension. Yeah. Yeah. It won't even use colors. No, it'll it'll be very simple. Whereas, like, if you run Zelda, that thing's gonna be gone fast. If you run Splatoon and play. With somebody, that could, that could definitely faster. be yeah. it. Yeah. Um, also, just USB-C is another method to... Sort of, we're assuming then that this is also the way that they're outputting the signal from the switch, which then converts to an HDMI out, excuse me, mm-hmm. which then goes to your television. Yeah. So yeah. This, this is... This is Potentially it, and it ties into a story that broke this week that uh, EB Games Australia basically posted three unofficial Switch accessories that, guess what, all use USB-C. This is a good thing, I I feel. What a surprise. Yeah. Um, Yeah? But then that sets up in my mind, (laughs) we're going to be... the accessories on this thing, which Kimishima already was hinting at in a couple of interviews of like, oh, there's more to it. There are more accessories and things you're going to use. What contraptions will you be sliding on and off this thing? That is the biggest question right now. You don't make removable controllers on the side and then don't have a plan for some other stuff you can do with those. And like, you know, Nintendo's always been really inventive and playful. I mean, going back to the rumble pack and all these things, you know, you, you may call them gimmicks, but they always had a kind of a cool idea and a cool plan for it. 
I'm I'm all for it. I'm not dying to add more plastic to my drawers in my house, but like yeah. you know, just like special edition controllers for this, special all this games. Plastic right here. And then, but but then also remember that you you know these aren't these aren't you don't just throw away the original set if you get some more. You can have then four player games yeah. on the go, right? No, you completely um, walked over my joke about Amiibo. What? I didn't hear all, it. All that I was plastic, so enamored all, with my all voice. that plastic right there. Like <laughs> plastic isn't a part of any Nintendo that's uh, purchaser's that's life. on my shelf though. <laughs> That's different. <laughs> but you no, put your Joy-Cons on your show. Yeah. That's a smart idea about, like you were saying, with collector's editions, with different mm-hmm. Joy-Con yeah. controllers. Yeah. Like, I would love half of the special edition 3DSs, but I only need one 3DS mm-hmm. for myself. Yeah. So, but having Joy-Cons that I could switch in and out, here's my Zelda Joy-Cons, here's <clears> my <throat> Nintendo. To buy is a commemorative thing. Like, you, it's I an mean, option. I hope so. I just, my, my thing about it is I want, <clears throat> if you're going to do these Joy-Con experiments, yeah. I hope that it is not tied to just one game. No, I think it it'll be more than thing. just a faceplate sort of thing. I think they will do but more. Even but even faceplates didn't really work out in New 3DS's favor. Like, the nah. XL oh, became no. the, the bigger seller, even though on paper, and even to me, I like the idea of being able to swap that stuff out, because yeah. customization is cool. I think that um, maybe one part of where Joy-Cons will go is customization, I agree. And when the Switch got revealed, it was really fun to watch the community create all these different color variants. There was a, like a, a Super Nintendo version. There Some was an beautiful. N64 Version. Yeah, there was yeah. a GameCube version in purple. That was really fun to see. Um, but I worry that I, you really better tell me a good story of why I need this because I'm not convinced if the thing in the box already has all that stuff. Like yeah. this isn't Wii Motion Plus we're talking about here. If it is something to that extent and you find games that can tap into it, fine. But if it's just an aesthetic choice, I, I then am le- reluctant to. And this is coming from someone who buys a lot of, mm-hmm. of useless things in his life. <laughs> I probably would buy Don't it, we'll. but... Yeah. I, I'm not jazzed about I, it. I'm fine. I mean, like, the one one thing, I, I thought the system looked cool, the plastic looked cool, screen a little worried about that. Mm-hmm. But um, one thing I'm not a huge fan on of, uh, of is that, uh, you know, the Audi R8 dual color setup yeah. of that yeah. thing. You know, like, I, I do like that kind of dark mm-hmm. gray and, uh, you know, the way that they use kind of, um, they don't really have highlights on the D-pad. I, I actually dig that. But when you take it to the, the, the sad dog, the sad puppy control, I think the stripey looks, looks really odd. Mm-hmm. And so I'm hoping they will actually release a different color gray of the, of the Joy-Cons, the too, because then yeah. I kind of have a uniform colored uh, uh, That's system That's one way to take that, it. You know? I, I mean, yeah. I definitely, and I think you just said this. I'm not sure because I kind of tuned out for a yeah. second and I apologize. But you know I love you. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, when the two-tone look clearly just tells the story that these are removable. Yeah. That's the thing yes, you and I have sure. been talking about a yeah. lot. Yeah. But then there's also the thing of if it was one uniform color, it looks a little bit too much yeah. like this product yeah. on I, the table I, I hear you. ended up mm-hmm. not really selling well and moving the needle for it. And it's more about the, the sad puppy for me than the, the system. <laughs> the system actually looks yeah, kind of cool. The sad the, puppy the looks color. like this sad puppy, yeah, but, but I'm, like I'm with surprised. This, so I'm holding up a GameCube uh, Wavebird, Wavebird controller. Uh, but granted, the, the sad puppy looks like it goes way lower than yeah. this yeah. one. Um, but The ears are much droopier. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But e- Either way, it's, it's not it's, a, it's, it's hideous as this thing, because this thing is ugly. Let's how be honest. How dare you? I'm well, going to say it right I love here. That. Well, this I love like this a, controller. When this came out, it looked like the underside of a face hugger from Aliens. But, <laughs> yeah, the... Um, 
the sad bodies. <laughs> whatever those things were. Um, but, I'm going to hold on to this for the rest of the show. The sad puppy is, looks very functional. And I think it's going to be very, very comfortable, too, because it has those long prongs. And, you know, it's just a, yeah. just a visual style um, issue where I think the Pro Controller just looks a lot No, and, and I think the handles are a good fit because that's my favorite thing about the PlayStation mm-hmm. 4 controller versus the Xbox One controller. Like, I find it more yeah. comfortable because there's more room for my hands yeah. versus uh, when I'm holding an Xbox One controller. It, it just the, My problem with that one is that uh, it becomes narrower as it as it reaches upwards towards the, towards the yeah. shoulder mm-hmm. buttons, and so then I just feel like I'm tapping my two like okay. index fingers together because these hands are huge. Uh, I'm not sure if you heard. And so what? 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 No, see? and then when you when you when you talked about the um, the the plug at the bottom, right? Yeah. The USB three next to C. it, you can see C. Uh, you can see the. Um, I was thinking of HDMI. I was thinking of Spanish. <laughs> you, can, you, can, <laughs> you can see the little pegs, the the holes for the pegs in the cradle, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. they're they're short kind of pegs that make sure that the system is guided into it. Yeah, and, and on like the back, you also saw sort of yeah. these little indents that would suggest that that's part of just situating it into the cradle and it basically not being able to slide out easily. Yeah, yeah. I, it it's does smart. look like you have to exert just a little bit of energy to pull it out. You're not like yeah. pulling up a weight or anything like that. I'm just yeah. not exercise, but yeah. And, and, no. And then you know you, when you look we at the lift. video, you yeah. get a you get a really good look at the cooling grid at the top too, right? The the system can run hot, and so it's got cooling at the top. Mm-hmm. Again, the cradle does not have technology in it. There's nothing that boosts the display. But when you're running off AC, when you're running off power with this thing, um, it's going to be able to perform better, right? Yeah. Just like a like mm-hmm. a laptop would. When you take it off the AC. Your games get downgraded, um, you know, uh, in, in certain cases. Yeah. No, I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just looking around this thing because the wide button that I thought was power. Uh, more and more, the arguments getting made that it, that is in fact volume, and I hear it. I just the b- volume buttons Nintendo has made have always been split. I mean, I think yep. on your 3DS, it's also a slider. Um, yeah. I haven't seen them do on a the unified side. button in a while, but the power button is in fact like circular, and that does mm-hmm. make a lot of sense. Even though I do think you have to put a sync button somewhere, but then again, looking at this gamepad, I mean, there is a sync button here to sync it to a Wii U console, yeah. but that's not the same thing as syncing a controller through it. To maybe maybe it is all, in fact, menu-driven and Could not be. done through hardware. I think that most hardware I've yeah. seen does it in two places. Um, There's no syncing <clears throat> with the uh, dock. Yeah. With this device, there's yeah. like yeah. it's not like the gamepad where yeah. you know I, I'm glad they actually said it on Fallon and they said this is the console. Yeah. I think the majority of people in the audience probably didn't realize that yet. No, it's yeah. like they need to keep telling that story. No, the pretty visuals you see, this, this is, is doing it. it right? there, was yeah. a, there was a clap right after that moment. It could easily be scripted, but some of it felt gen- genuine because people were like, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Now. Yeah, yeah. They need to retell that yes, story that over and over. Yeah. And you could hear it in Reggie's delivery of that line. He's like, this mm-hmm. is the the Nintendo so it's very much yeah, like, yeah. you need to understand this everything yeah. is coming out of it yeah no and yeah. that's an important story to tell so important in fact that they're still not telling you the touchscreen story they're still not yeah. telling you oh, yeah, some of the other accessory stories yeah. Yeah. like they're very much keeping the message on look what it can do it's on your TV and now it's not and yeah. now you can just play it and when we saw what was playing on it to transition gracefully to Zelda Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. running on Switch mm-hmm. uh, looked like it ran at a better frame rate. It's hard to tell because so it's, on the first of all, it's off the camera. Yeah, yeah, they, and they turned it very slowly, right? Like, by the way, it's an old developer trick. Not not saying that they did that on purpose, but like in demos, sometimes developers turn really slowly to show you the beautiful yeah. world, but to also make sure that the game doesn't chug. Well, not, right? not screen tear <laughs> yeah. or something like exactly. that. Like you're kind of hoping uh, that things don't and, fall apart. And they did that at the beginning, and you, but you, you saw as someone who's played the game at E3. Granted, it's been in development for a while. It looked better. 
and not not like outrageously better with better special effects. It just mm-hmm. ran smoothly. There was a pretty big freaking explosion in there. Yeah, with yes. the boulder yeah. when Reggie rolled it down the hill. And yeah. that ran that ran beautifully without a hitch. The game looked good on the big screen. Yeah. It's hard to tell on the tiny screen. Now, now they were playing it on a very bright light. So if you've ever been in a studio... Those lights are way brighter than you yeah. think they'd yeah. be. Oh, yeah. And like it's very hard to see anything. So don't look at the screen in the video and think, oh, it's going to be washed out and blue tingy and all that. That's the lighting from the studios. What you yeah. did see, though, was a slight kind of like a little bit of a mottled effect when the light fell onto mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that may, it's, it's, it's probably not... It's definitely not as slick as a Vita LED from the first yeah, it's, series. Or, it's not a Retina. Yeah. Let's just yeah. get this out of the yeah. way right here. If you're walking in saying you're going to get a Retina quality screen or the kind of screen you'd get on a Google Pixel, for example, no. or, or a Google tablet, I don't think you're getting that here. No, I no. think you're getting a 720 to 1080p portable screen experience. More likely 720p. We'll find out what the for truth sure. is yeah. um, when they when they talk which, about it more. Which is, yeah. and then the 720p of course is a smart choice if you want to maximize battery, battery power sure. and all that and yeah. cost, right? Because at a smaller screen size like that, if, if 720p sounds scary and low to you, I mean, don't. It will look really, really good in 720p at that kind of screen size. Yeah. Um, but there's no doubt also it'll run in 1080p on the big screen. For so me. we've said on this show before, too, that because it then uh, is being played on a smaller screen, it's going to look better because yeah. it doesn't have to have the job of being looking great on, on a larger TV, which has more pixels and has more room. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that's fine. And it looked like it ran fine when Jimmy ran up to something and finally did cut an enemy after he spent like two to three minutes freaking out over all of this um and honestly who wouldn't even yeah. if it wasn't yeah. genuine uh, or if it wasn't if it wasn't scripted to some extent it was still like holy cow i can't believe i'm doing this um it looked like it ran at a fast clip and that's an important thing to point out only because we have all been kind of looking at this as like and you've said this on this program pair um just the idea that this is going to run like a gaming laptop and it may have to clock down in fact yep. it will likely clock down in order to run the game mm-hmm it was nice to see that if that is true, game's not running yeah. that different from what you yeah. saw on a television. Not an appreciable difference. And I think especially for a wider audience who doesn't think of things as 720, 1080p, they don't mm-hmm. really know it beyond what they're told when they go to Best Buy. Yeah. I think it still will look good enough that they'll be okay with I, it. I think like, you, you're not – you know, I, I – I think you're not going to see a humongous step up from the Wii U in the quality of games, right, kind of technically or right off the bat. But what the Wii U never got was the benefit of, you know, the PlayStation or the Xbox hardware where developers just get got better and better yeah. because they made more games. Well, and, and the system is way easier to develop for, uh, according to developers are working on it, yeah. um, than the Wii U. And so I think right off the bat, you're going to get better quality visuals, even on hardware that is not like a huge step forward. So I, but I would one. challenge that a little because Wii U, the story for, for the visuals did get better. I mean, I feel like if you look at Pikmin 3 when it launched and you look at like Mario Kart 8 when that came out. For sure, Nintendo's so like, they were saying way yeah, better still at Nintendo that. Yeah, yeah, but like the, yeah. the visually most impressive games are, you know, not always from the first parties, oh, right? Of on the other yeah. platforms. Yeah. And I was saying like, uh, developers got a lot of practice on those, whereas like it feels like you know Wii U developers gave games one shot and like nothing. Oh, and they left. Yeah. Right? No, yeah. yeah. Okay, that that's a completely. Ubi valid didn't point suddenly to make, make a an amazingly beautiful Assassin's Creed game, but I guarantee you, if they had kept on developing those games for the system and had their core team on yeah, it, yeah. they would have. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Games yeah. would have yeah. looked totally, better. totally. Yeah. And then that then still remains that 
will they stick around? And that's the thing that so far, at least going into the announcements, going into every time Nintendo is opening their mouth to talk about the system, yeah. everyone seems to lean forward. Uh, not just here at IGN, but it, even you know this audience at, at Fallon. And let's check the YouTube views on that video later. I guarantee it'll be, it'll be through the roof, as Jonathan said. Yeah. Um, that that's going to be an interesting story to see then when this thing finally comes out uh, in March. Here's what's funny. I mean, I, th- I think a lot of our users notice this too. Like, people are not diehard Nintendo fans who clicked on the video to see what does this thing look like. Mm-hmm. I saw a bunch of people saying it looks like a Vita. And, you know, PlayStation Vita, which is was an awesome machine when it came oh, out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It didn't die because it wasn't an awesome device. It went up against the king of game machines the you know yeah. the the ds 3ds line from nintendo that's not happening with uh, with the switch yeah. right it's interesting like nintendo if they put their full force behind it now have a truly unique platform in the market well, that's without a true too, competitor yeah well, right and that yeah. situation too though i feel like iPhone. the story that maybe we're not saying <laughs> mm-hmm. is sony had to make a choice either try to continue to de- throw resources at Vita in order to try and see if the, the, the story would change yep. and that it would start selling or shift all resources to PlayStation 4 and make the best things we can. Battle off two fronts, right? Yeah, that yeah. They had to fight. That's yeah. a hard thing mm-hmm. to do, um, especially when, you know, big budget console games require a lot of resources. I feel like sometimes when I'm looking through uh, comments from, from folks who are big fans of games, that's something that gets really forgotten. Um, just how much time, how oh, much yeah. effort, how many assets, and just how much stuff is on that disc you bought. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that to me is, is just, it, that's important to point out, I feel. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, I think it's going to be generally interesting to see if this device can prove the, the old kind of point wrong that there wasn't a place for the Vita. And certainly, I mean, there's a core audience of RPG fans. It's, you know, got a, a pretty vibrant community yeah. in Japan. Sony just announced a bunch of new games, basically saying it's not dead yet. We're still yeah. thinking about it. But but they're not making this, those games. Yeah. This Vita is going to launch with some Mario yeah. and Zelda, right? Hopefully. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, that's going to be uh, that's gonna be pretty no, interesting. And, and not just that. I think going into this, right, it's been the concern has been, is there an audience that wants this device? Does mm-hmm. this fill a gap and a need mm-hmm. for folks? I think that's been a lot of the conversation. And we're still have, we still aren't 100% sure, but the story is compelling so far. There is an audience to, for playing games like Mario Kart, certainly, right? At home and on the go. Okay. Right? I mean a bigger there's, audience. There's yeah. no question about it. Yeah, it, yeah. Right? Like people yeah. who do invest in those games, all love them. Sure, right? sure, but yeah. I'm talking about a bigger audience. And so, so I'm now, about the, like the mass market, like mm-hmm. appeal that like exactly. a Wii had or a DS had before the smartphone market boom happened, and everything basically got taken away from handheld gaming. That's, I mean, yeah. that is the big question. Like whether the mass audience will go, this thing is really cool. I mean, seeing it on the show, and I, I got really excited. I just wanted to play it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, especially we also don't know what else the system is going to do because they do have to ne- make that argument of can, will I be able to use this for other apps, other streaming services, other things like that. That will be an incentive to play to that audience like you're yep, saying. Yep, yep. Um, and we haven't heard a word about that really No, yet, no, so. we haven't. Uh, yeah. And that's been part of it. And Nintendo was actually really good with certain uh, app makers with their devices, right? Like if you think back and Netflix recently Netflix, announced yeah. the, the kind of download uh, program where you can download... Um, movies to your device and then watch them when you're not connected to Wi-Fi. Like, I'm hoping they're having those discussions. Like, this could become an awesome travel device for your backpack. But what comes with that is what's the storage limitation? And that's still the story. We have no idea what it is. And and that's worrisome because even, like, scrubbing through that Fallon footage, like, forwards and backwards, didn't see a port that could be SD card. Uh, This is where it goes. This is where we're going to put it. And 
I think the world will absolutely implode if it's another, you have to screw off the back panel in order to put in a micro SD card. Yeah. Like, we don't want to do that again. That was not a comfortable experience yeah. for anyone involved. Yeah. yeah. No, I'll, I'll agree with you. I will say the, the way Netflix and even like Amazon Prime do their download, they offset that data. So you're not downloading so much that your phone is full after mm-hmm. one episode. Mm-hmm. But it is a concern for everything else for the yeah. system for sure. Oh, no, totally. Yeah. I was, by the way, I, like after we saw the first demo, which had a Skyrim type game in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, w- I was like, wow, they're showing something that is a fairly large scale game. Yeah. But it's six. The original Skyrim was six gigs only. Right. Like yeah. compared to a lot of modern games that clock in at 40, like uh, 50. 40, 50 gigs. Yeah. Right. That's actually a very small game. So probably a good by today's standards, good choice. Um, when some and, developers are really smart on how they use compression too, yeah. which has always been the story across CD media and DVD media, right? Just saying. totally, yeah. yeah. So I mean, it just shows you what you can do with that kind of space. But like, I hope it has enough applicable st- uh, space that you know we're kind of leaving the leaving the the days of physical media behind a little bit more and and get to download more stuff. See, I don't know. I'm I'm actually kind of welcoming the cartridge day and I'm going to tell you why. Uh my and some folks are probably like ready to drop their latte. Like what are you talking about? As a PS4 owner, I'm tired of having to choose a game to kill off my system mm-hmm. in order to put another one on if I stay on the default package, right? If I have a 500 gigabyte mm-hmm. PS4 launch PS4, I'm thinking of upgrading to a terabyte PlayStation 4 Pro because this the system's just starting to show some signs of age and it's starting to be slow and it's very loud. It sounds like a jet's about to take off my I've desk heard. when I bring it to the <laughs> office. Um, and uh, so I, I'm in the position where – now, granted, as a consumer, though, Sony did the smart thing by giving me the outlet to, okay, if you unscrew this panel, you can buy your own HD uh, hard drive yep. as long as you're comfortable making yeah. f- and buying and finding the right choice and good looking at recommendations and you're willing to do that. You can upgrade it to two terabytes. How, how many terabytes is yours? Out of curiosity, what did you did what did four. you upgrade to? You did four. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, um, they quietly added support. Yeah, to the, ones. the thing That's with going it. digital though is that unless you have a solution in place like that, you are picking a game to get rid of every time you buy a new one. And you know what? That sucks. I like to go back to some of that stuff. And, and that's, that's not a problem I had to really deal with on Wii U because I got a, a, a side hard drive, which looks hideous, but it was still a good thing. I have a side hard drive for the Wii U, too. It's yeah. in a cabinet, so it doesn't bug me. And it, it's like it's turnkey. Mm-hmm. I never thought about it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but um, I don't think that's a good option for the Switch, right? Like mm-hmm. the whole concept is you take the thing with you and yeah. you don't want to go like, oh, I got to move this game. Like I don't think that's going to be the reality. I think Same. they just need to figure out how to get the storage space in the device up yeah. and, and make sure that we get a decent price on it, right? So, so, yeah. so I'm glad you said price. Yeah. <laughs> we got to see it yesterday obviously we still don't know what's in the package but yeah. the device itself now that we we've seen another yeah. version of it li- in the wild yeah. in, in the sh- in the in the hands of a late night tv in host 30 rock yeah <laughs> what i mean what what is this going to cost 299 you go on 299 it's just there it's i like nintendo is just such a mass market company is i just can't imagine that they'd come out with this at, at a higher price now. So that's you know? the ceiling. I was I was yeah. thinking three forty nine yeah. possibly. I think they could do two ninety nine without a pack in and like mm-hmm. make their money elsewhere. Or you know it won't have the pro controller in it. For example, obviously it's not going to have the pro controller in it. But like make some more money off of additional mm-hmm. plastic yeah. Yeah. Um, with bundles. Yeah. Retailers yeah. are going to bundle you'll that probably, stuff. Presumably anyway. you have a dock a grip, right? I think they've yeah. said as much. You're, you're getting the dock for sure. The grip is the is the is a, a, a question. Uh, I would imagine it. 
comes with it. I, mean, I think they have to have the grip because that fulfills the promise that it is also home exactly. consoles. Yes. Yep. And like, yep. you either have a pro controller or the grip, and the grip is way cheaper for oh, them yeah. to include. Right? Yeah, yep. totally. I, th- yeah. I think it has to be two ninety nine. Or uh, would I love it if it was two forty nine? Sure, but I think yeah. realistically two ninety nine. I mean, this Christmas you can buy a PS four with Uncharted four for two fifty. Okay, that's and crazy. Huh? That is amazing, especially <laughs> at this point in the life cycle. But going up against that, granted, it'll be after the holiday season, but those consoles will be three hundred with bundles. Yeah. To be mm-hmm. any more than three hundred, I it, to compete at least against the other consoles, I think you're looking at an issue if you're any higher. Yeah, I want to disagree just for the sake, but I sure. I, I think it'll be in my heart. Higher, I think it'll be cheaper. cheaper. Wow, I I, I, I want to make that case, but I There's at the same time I think could. that yeah, but yeah. I, I think that two ninety nine is the sweet spot, right? I yeah. mean, I yeah. feel like the the people who want this thing are somewhere between the you know two ninety nine and, and three fifty, possibly yeah. being the highest. Um, I. I just need them to tell more of the story. Yeah. Um, we, don't forget that the Wii U cost actually 349 in the deluxe edition. Like, you got the, the no space edition for 299 Yeah. I remember. You know, Nintendo but, is but not that. We don't that, know if they're doing separate yeah. SKUs, too. I think it's yeah. one SKU just to get people moving down the cashier's line. Like, yeah. you yeah. don't have to make a big choice. I mean, there could there is a world where a 249 option would be possible. Probably would have a 16 gigabyte hard drive or something mm-hmm. awful that I want to think well, about. It won't have a hard drive. It's true. Excuse me. Excuse me. Have yeah. a mouse um, on yes, a wheel it'll and it'll, it'll it'll get you data um, that way. Yeah, excuse me, but yeah, I I think there is that possibility. But two ninety nine, I think, like you were saying, sweet spot for yeah, it. I mean, I I, I can't it, argue against two ninety nine. I will say that, but I I still want to leave room for I almost want to go higher now because I just want to leave room for there is a lot more tech involved here somewhere that's not getting talked about like that touch screen well the the touch screen for sure multi-touch the the game pad had a you know did not have a capacitive touch screen it had Mm -hmm. a very simple touch screen Mm -hmm. you know you can see it when you look at the when you look closely to any of your Nintendo touchscreen devices, you can see uh, it's going to have NFC, though. There's yeah, just, it'll be through yeah, the screen. Right? I'm willing yeah. to bet. It'll be You're NFC, not going to have a touch point like you did in the past. No camera, right? So that's they're saving dollars on that. It's not mm-hmm. going to have a camera in mm-hmm. the uh, in the Switch. Uh, is it going to have an IR port? I don't know. You know, like they didn't maybe, look like it. Maybe they they kind of cut some of the some of the features out the out of this device to get it to a decent. It's price. not going to have and a then, TV button. I'll tell you that. You're not changing channels. Yeah, with it I'm not going to have a TV button. You know, I'm going to miss that. This was my favorite remote control that I couldn't lose. Yeah. Uh, whereas I've lost plenty of remote controls on really? the couch. Yeah, all the time. You can use uh, not my favorite. It's the one by default <laughs> yeah. that I can find. Let's let me let me no let me true retract uh, that statement. So you're saying I'm saying two ninety nine. You're saying I'm what? saying there's still room for it to be either okay, three fifty or two fifty. No, but I, I do think that we're setting the bar kind of low for something that we still don't know the full story on. So I'm gonna go in at three fifty. Well, you change your mind later. Yeah, I yeah. just like okay. you know we can we can end up going down. But I'm gonna be the guy who says three fifty only because I feel like there is more to the story that we don't know. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, and thereby. Putting the two, the two ninety nine expectation, I don't think it's set in stone. I think it's close to it. I'm really close to agreeing with you guys, but I'm going to be the guy who disagrees just for the sake. Three twenty nine. Three no <laughs> three three fifty. We move in fifties yeah. here on this program. Uh, so three forty nine ninety nine, uh, and we'll, we'll see. Right. Two ninety nine. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. Let's let's not <laughs> pretend I don't agree with yeah. you. All right. All right. Well, I, I think we're. I mean, I think we're gonna. We're going to see what else is in there, right? Yeah. Like, there, there's certainly still questions about the Joy-Cons, right? Like, how many buttons do they have? All that kind of stuff. There are questions around, you know. I mean, we do know a little bit more about the dock now confirmed on the back. You can kind of see the indentation where the HDMI and the AC cord come out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I uh, couldn't really see that through the got panel. Two, two USB no, ports I, I in remember the back. seeing that from the Switch video, not from the not oh, from I the see. Talons well, you know, you could segment. see it when they they were showing it when they, when he was playing. You could see it from the back with There's the cords, and like yeah. it is still, by the way, a chance that you can put this thing flat because the way the cords come out, it wouldn't lie on them. There's a gap to the side for ventilation and for the cords where you could 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 put it flat like a flat flat <laughs> like a, a traditional console and slide it in and out. I guess I guess the last thing we should they say show is in that Zelda they did, they only uh, they showed uh, nothing it was the starting special, area. Right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. saw that area at E3. Yeah. I feel um, although the gear he was pla- he was wearing was a little different. So yes, maybe, right. Yeah. He had yes. a cool outfit, right? Like yeah. the kind of he reddish first and appeared green. on screen differently than I yeah, yeah. Really yeah no, I will agree with yeah. that. Um, no, d- just this was a smart play using Mario. I, I think the timing and how this all lined up. I want to believe it was intended, but knowing Nintendo and knowing how sometimes things slip or don't make it. Regardless, everything lined up in a really good way yeah. with this with this specific demonstration. Having Mario run as you're in, and then pulling the veil, pulling back the curtain, showing people the the switch in the wild. Yeah. Having someone else hold it in a not edited, super edited video really told that story very well. Yeah, and you can't predict, right? Like for Nintendo, I think this is the perfect show to be on is Fallon. The other big show you want to on be on is Oprah. Right, like those are two very powerful per- TV personalities with yeah. you know the biggest late night show, obviously. And you Oprah. get a switch with the and big. You get a switch. No, I mean uh, that is that is what yeah. Nintendo wanted yeah. to do with a Wii over and over. They wanted to be on that show, but you're not you're not guaranteed that you can be on those shows. And so, yeah. yes, you could go on Conan, but what happened to Square could happen to you, right? Where you <laughs> make fun of your game, which is not a good thing, right? Yeah. Um, and and ended so, up being a good game. I, I'm sure they pitched him, and, and you know, if it hadn't happened, maybe they wouldn't have shown anything now. Mm. You know, like, that was the right venue. They nailed it. Uh, it was a great presentation. Having Miyamoto play uh, guitar was really cool, you know, yeah, like yeah. all the jam session. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I lost all my energy arguing with you yeah. and then talking about this. Yeah. I really forgot. Miyamoto played on stage with yeah. the Roots. Yeah. yeah. The root, the fucking Roots. <laughs> what time is it? I got to wipe that. <laughs> like, I just couldn't believe that. An hour and two minutes. Um, I couldn't believe it. Like, that was so cool. I got to yeah. write this down. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, that was a great... <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that. <laughs> That's so funny. It's, like, he's so self-conscious. He, yeah. If you had let that slide, nobody would have cared. No. But no, that was awesome. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, that, that was a really cool moment. Yes. And, like, I, I think, you know, Fallon was hamming it up. He obviously knew Miyamoto was in the audience and didn't go, and didn't just go, like, oh, you know, like, he was there. Bill was there. Um, but he, like, I think his excitement was genuine. And it was yeah. just, it was just fun to watch, you know? It was fun to watch him freak out over this thing and how much he loves the, that, you know, how much he loves video games and all that. I so, wish they yeah. would have let Tariq rap. Over over oh, uh, the music, Tariq from the Roots just let amazing. him go go freestyle yeah. on it while Miyamoto's playing on guitar. That would have been cool. Yeah, it would have been maybe a little too much, but I would have loved that. I would uh, as, buy as that someone track who, immediately. Yeah, <laughs> as someone who loves so, the Roots, as someone who knows that that is one of the most gifted MCs in all of rap. Like I have yeah. to say, and hip hop, I have to say, like I was so 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 happy. Yeah. Then after the event, uh, Trinan tweeted uh, at us, I think, just saying like, "Yeah, uh, I basically tweeted out this was the coolest thing. Like Switch was dope and everything, but yeah. love the fact that Miyamoto was on stage." with the Roots playing yeah. uh, yeah. Super Mario Bros. theme. And I think as a reply later, Trinan says something like, Questlove Gomez knows a lot more about games than you think he does. Yeah. Which oh, is really cool to hear. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome to hear. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. No. Oh. 
No, uh, please, you. Go well, ahead. Questlove, I went to NYU. Questlove taught there a lot, and so you would see those different sides of him. I didn't take a class with him, but I knew people who did, and he did have those. He does have a nerdier side to him, and that's not just music nerd. He, right, nice. he has that. In yep. and it was cool to see that on stage as well. Nice, um, nice. I do think it was smart. We're talking about the timing of it, whether mm-hmm. or not it was always planned or not. Yep. Uh, they said they weren't really going to talk about new information about the Switch until January, and they've yeah. held to that, yeah, but they, they still didn't. kept it in our minds, and that was my worry, was that we were going to go from that announcement video to January without a word. That's a really good point. This was a great way of keeping it in the lexicon without having to say anything new. Yeah, but you still got to show a major thing because this was the first time, like you said, we're seeing it live. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. I completely agree. I think that that's actually really true. Like, just we didn't get something new. We got this thing they kept saying, but. Uh, at the same time, we were like, holy cow, this was really good. Yeah, yeah. and it wasn't a simulated screen. Like no. what, We saw Zelda running on Switch, yes. but you know what? That's a simulated screen, so we're not taking that seriously versus, yeah. hey, here's a live demo. Well, and it was the smartest place to go, I, as uh, Per was saying, Oprah, Ellen, you know, the daytime shows, the bigger ones are options too, but this is the one that gets you to the younger, the teen, the early 20s crowd in yep. a way that many of the other late night shows wouldn't really get you in the same way, and I think yep. this was yeah. really smart. Unless you could somehow get it in a carpool karaoke with James Corden, mm-hmm. this wouldn't have hit as big, so <laughs> I think yeah. Did, yeah. Did you did it change your mind, or were you already day one pre-order? Uh, I'm the day I'm, one pre-order crowd. Yeah. No we way. are, but I don't know. Are no, you? He's, he's in here. Oh, yeah. I 100. percent. I mean, it, yeah. it didn't make me, uh, you know, change to go over the fence of not or M. But I very much was like, okay, it's nice to see it live in the wild and not just this pre-packaged cool trailer. Yep. And yeah. and I cannot wait for that January reveal. Like, I'm very excited to see what we have more. Yeah. I, I just think I think it looks very nice. I think yes, yeah. you know, just it looks aesthetically pleasing and not clunky and not like a toy. Yeah, and that, that's why I'm I'm very excited about just kind of holding it. Yeah, I won't feel yeah. weird taking that on the bus or a subway or a plane and having yeah. it look goofy. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah. I, I need to see a case for it next because that that's the instant thing I'm going to need when I'm getting we off need, of my stuff. Yes. Yeah. Put it away. Keep it moving. We need. I almost a case. picture a. Uh, a sort of do you remember uh, how laptops have like those uh, like those phone cases that you just like yeah. zip all around them yeah. like something like that you just slide it in keep it moving get out the door yeah or uh, if it fits comfortably in like the laptop uh, section of your of your backpack if you don't want to get a case yeah it's fairly flat I mean it doesn't have like uh, presumably the analog sticks aren't as uh, they look don't they, they come look like as they far come out, out you think pretty so? far they it looked that way it was hard mm. to tell yeah um it'll be, it'll be fun to find out we'll see i think it'll be a little bit more portable friendly than the Wii U which mm. is a good or a bad thing depending on what you want <laughs> articulation mm-hmm. or yeah. travel yeah. size or but, just to um, get out of the living room would yeah. be nice yeah, <laughs> yeah no mm. this is that very cool. All right. We've yep. done it. We've said everything we can about this. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Uh, thank you guys for joining us this week. Um, just a couple of house cleaning tips. Uh, first of all, thank you for listening to Nintendo Voice Chat. We're a weekly show on IGN. Leave us feedback. Head on over to iTunes uh, and leave us a review. We have one to read. I'll just read it really quick because I felt bad we didn't do it at the start of the program. This was uh, from Next Legend, uh, and he wrote, I have been listening to this podcast for five years now. I have to say this is the best podcast around. He gave us nothing but praise. He called us the holy trinity of podcasters. Um, I also want to just make a quick announcement that next week uh, will be the last uh, Nintendo Voice Chat of Ever. Here. Oh, oh, ever oh, too. Cool. You know what? Ever would be Surprise. nice. Actually, can I get rid of? Can I stop? Um, no, you can't. No, um, mm-hmm. see, uh, yeah. Next week will be the last uh, show for the year. Uh, we're in the week early because the week after that, I'm I'm out of town, and yep. we're all starting to get out of town because it's the holidays. Yep. Uh, Is the next episode the uh, the uh, the games of the year one or? 
A regular one. Uh, I guess we should do a Games of the Year one. Let's just hope Nintendo has nothing new to say to, to oh. eat up space. No, actually, we I, have a special episode we recorded. Just That's gonna right. Say, we just recorded that yesterday. Like, we just recorded. <laughs> Who are you? Yeah, there's no, sorry. two Jose's. Yeah, there's two Jose's. Yeah. Uh, that was my doppelganger. Yeah. That's why he did so well. Um, no, yeah, we have a, a sort of a Game of the Year uh, episode for at least Nintendo platforms. We focused specifically on 3DS and Wii U. We didn't really touch the mobile stuff. Uh, a, because Mario runs that out. Yeah. And B, because... Uh, we just weren't asked Once to kind of do it. Uh, that I have to figure out. Okay. But that'll, that'll be going up as well. That's a special episode. Though. That's that not a regular, uh, but we'll make sure to get that uh, into your hands as well. Awesome. But next week, we're recording one anyway. That'll be uh, sort of our final for the year. And then uh, we'll see you in January. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. And as we get closer to the Switch event. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Okay. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. You can find Jonathan Dornbush at JM Dornbush. You can find Per Schneider at Per IGN. And make sure you tell him that that sideways Nintendo Switch nonsense is crazy. You can find myself Side talking, yo. Jose underscore Otero. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. This is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.